When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a Friday, I guess, slash Saturday edition of the Orange and Brown Talk podcast, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, take you behind the scenes here real quick. So we were getting ready to record. We had some ideas of what we were going to talk about. And then we come to find out that the Browns were one of a handful of teams that uh, attended Odell Beckham Jr.'s workout today in Arizona. So I'm here with Mary Kay Cabot and Ashley Bastock. We're going to do... I don't know if I'd call this an emergency pod, but we got to talk about Odell Beckham Jr. when the opportunity presents itself. So, uh, Mary Kay, you you literally just put up a story on Cleveland.com about this. So wh- what can you tell us about this Odell Beckham Jr. workout? Well, you know, it's funny because I spent the afternoon, uh, you know, doing my diligence on other receivers that are on their radar. I didn't I knew this this workout was going on. I didn't even ask Uh, anybody about it to see if the Browns were going, because I did not think there was any way in heck that they would be interested in attending this workout. I guess I just thought, you know, the Odell Beckham Jr. ship has sailed. uh, That is over. There's too much water under the bridge. And, uh, and that's it. So, you know, I just did not think that, that they would be very interested, but lo and behold, they're doing their diligence uh, they are looking into him as, uh, you know, as a possibility, someone to just keep tabs on. Sometimes you, uh, you know, you just keep tabs on a guy in the event that deals with other teams fall through or you have an injury. You know, they wanted to go get some eyeballs on him. I don't think anything is imminent with Odell Beckham Jr., but it is very significant that they went to the workout. Ashley, what was your first thought <laughs> when we, we were sitting there getting ready to hit record literally and then saw a tweet about it? What was your first thought when, when that came out? Yeah, well, I think at first, kind of like Mary Kay, I was kind of surprised given everything that had happened here and all the history he has in Cleveland and the way things ended. But as we took this little half hour break, 45 minute break, whatever it was, um, I I started to think about it more and I'm like, you know what? It makes sense that they would do their due diligence on something like this because we know how this front office operates now and that they kind of like to leave no stone unturned. Uh, he's one of going to be one of the most sought after receivers in this free agency cycle, number two. And I think when you look at what the Browns need, in theory, he is a guy that fits their needs. He's that kind of fast, twitchy receiver. And of course, I think now when I started thinking about it more and the obvious is his main issue here, it felt like, was with Baker Mayfield and the way there was really no chemistry with them and the way this offense was kind of running with Baker Mayfield at the helm. It's a totally new offense now with Deshaun Watson. So I think it's reasonable to think, ah, well, the the thing he had a problem with is gone. Maybe there's a chance here that it's worth doing the due diligence on because he kind of fits your on the field needs given his skill set. So Mary Kay, I, you know, Ashley mentioned that half hour while we, you know, in between when we were going to pod and when we actually hit record and, 
I tried over that half hour to talk myself out of like how significant is it, right? Because sometimes, you know, you see something and instantly it's like, oh my God, this is crazy. And then a little bit of space and time. It's kind of like, well, maybe this doesn't matter as much as we think. I haven't done that yet. To me, it's if you're going to take time to go watch a workout, you know, whoever it is that you sent there, um, it, it does matter. Like it, there were only 11 teams there. It wasn't like the entire league. It, it was carving out time from someone's day to go do this. So to me, this is pretty significant. Yeah. And now I do know that Brown's GM, Andrew Barry did not go and Kevin Stefanski did not go. So they sent someone else. I don't know who yet. Uh, I'm, I'm sure that there'll be a, a photo on social media or we'll see something uh, that will tell us, you know, who it was that was there. And that might also give us a little bit of an indication of, what they're thinking and how serious they might be about something like this. But I do also think that there's no way that they would have gone out there to this workout if they didn't have some indication that Odell Beckham Jr. would like to to play here again and play with Deshaun Watson. Now, as I'm going through my own due diligence and reporting on the receivers, there are a lot of veteran receivers that want to come and play with Deshaun Watson. Uh, He's one of Uh, the few elite quarterbacks, the real top, top tier elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, You know, these guys, you know, they're hard to come by where you have an opportunity to play with these guys. They're career makers. I mean, if you can, you know, get out there and catch, uh, you know, eight touchdown passes from Deshaun Watson, you're going to make millions and millions of dollars. So players want to play with him. Brandon Cooks wants to come here and play with him. He is on the radar. DeAndre Hopkins wants to come here and play with him. Uh, I wouldn't have him on the radar maybe as much as I have a Brandon Cooks. You know, they're really not trying to go and find an older receiver like that. I think that they'd probably be more apt uh, to try to trade for an Elijah Moore or find a younger speedy receiver like that, and that's uh, Elijah Moore of the Jets. Um, but nevertheless, you know, they are keeping all of their possibilities open. And I do think it's meaningful that, um, you know, that Deshaun, I mean, that Odell would want to play with Deshaun. Yeah, Ash, I'm trying to think, um, this is if, if Deshaun Watson becomes Deshaun Watson again, he's probably the most talented quarterback that Odell has played with. I probably, I probably don't even need to say probably he is the most talented quarterback. I mean, I know Eli is going to go to the Hall of Fame, and I know Matthew Stafford won a Super Bowl. I'm not saying that to insult those guys, but I, I don't think either of those guys from a talent standpoint are Deshaun Watson. They're obviously both more accomplished. No, I think that's kind of a fair assessment given his career, and I think that would, kind of like what we're talking about, be the main draw for him to come back to Cleveland. You know, he got his Super Bowl, of course, when he went to L.A. Um, I think now it's about, okay, do you want another one of those? And what quarterback do you think pairs really well with your skill set? And again, looking strictly at needs, I think it's clear that he could have a spot here with the Browns. I think it would be a matter of if they really wanted him to do some convincing that, hey, like we know things ended kind of poorly last time explain that their offense had some limitations given who the quarterback is. If Deshaun really wants him, um, I think that would be a key point in all of this. So 
I, I do just think overall that there could be a spot in theory that he could fill if he really wanted to come back here. Um, and it's funny, you know, how things work out. I know Mary Kay's one who always says you can never say never in the NFL. And I think this is, as we keep an eye on this, this is a prime example of that. Just never say never. Things aren't done until they're done. So we know about the Baker piece of this, but let's take some time to revisit the way things did end in Cleveland. And Ashley obviously has a very unique perspective on this because it was her first week at cleveland.com, second week at cleveland.com. Um, Mary Kay, the the only thing that I, I thought would have given me pause is even though Baker's gone, and I know that was like the crux of the issue, it was still kind of, I mean, he did force his way out. He did, his dad posted that video There was this giant social media movement. I don't know if it was coordinated or what, but there was just this big free Odell social media movement. He kind of stayed in the background, but it felt like something was being orchestrated by someone. Um, It that, that had to have left hard feelings in that building. I know there were players who came out in favor of Odell, especially on the defensive side, interestingly enough, but, um, there had to be some hard feelings in that building from the people upstairs, at least at that time. And I I mean, I guess those aren't lingering as much anymore if they're willing to at least look at this. Yeah, there were some hard feelings. There were definitely some hard feelings. And those hard feelings went way, way, way up high in the building. Um, But, um, you know, there are still plenty of people that do support and, and really like Odell Beckham Jr. at at all levels of the organization, including a lot of the players. I mean, Miles Garrett would be the first one to swing that door wide open and welcome him back in. Now, having said that, I think we need to temper this a little bit by saying, I don't really think this is imminent. I think he'll probably sign with someone else. I think they just want to make sure they're keeping tabs on him, uh, that they're doing everything that they possibly can to make sure that, you know, as as we said, they're leaving no stone unturned. They're doing their diligence and all of that. Um, so I don't really feel like they're going to end up with him necessarily, but stranger things have happened. He did love being in Cleveland for a lot of different reasons. He made a lot of really close, close relationships here. He's really close with Donovan Peoples-Jones. That's one of the people he's close to. Uh, you know, they they shared an agent for a while. Um, so, you know, there are, you know, there are some guys here that still have uh, very positive feelings about Odell. Again, not the least of which is Miles Garrett, but yes, there, there was a strong feeling on the part of some in the organization that he completely quit and gave up on the team. And the other thing that I had reported during that time was that he had asked to be traded a number of times. Uh, some disputed that, but I mean, you know, it, it was part of uh, it was part of his story that he had asked to be traded before the season and then again around that time. Ashley, take us back in time. What was your second week on the job at Cleveland.com like? A fever dream. It still doesn't (laughs) feel real. Like, I mean, truly, to kind of come into all of that and just kind of see the narrative that took place. And, you know, I think it is just interesting now that it's almost like none of that matters, right? Like everything has changed since then. That feels like a lifetime ago. It wasn't long after that that it kind of became clear that 
they were going to move on from Baker Mayfield. And, you know, four months later, if I'm doing my math right, they trade for Deshaun Watson. Like, I mean, things changed quickly. Um, And I do think, I just remember at the time, you know, it seems kind of like what Mary Kay laid out that there was like some bad blood in the element of how he left. Like, I think that's understandable because he did force his way out and did have his dad post that infamous video so it's it's understandable to me why there would still be some you know maybe potentially bad feelings on both ends of that and and how it all went down um but i think what i took away from it at the time was you kind of saw the cracks like brewing with that where the franchise was at that stage and oh like there does feel like this divide between baker and odell and like it's really interesting i thought at the time again it being my second week there to kind of hear players so like full-throatedly saying like yes we would welcome him back with open arms and miles you know of course said that and kind of criticized andrew barry a little bit publicly for not being more transparent throughout that whole week um, a lot of things were said during that week. And I also think like remembering back to it, it was also interesting kind of the, I don't know if I want to call it damage control on the part of OBJ afterwards when they're in the Super Bowl and the storyline kind of became that Cleveland showed him the door. It was revisionist history a little bit for how that exit went. So all of those things to me, it was just interesting, interesting drama. And I think like I've, I've I'm from Cleveland, so I've followed this team and the ups and downs of this franchise my whole life. But it was the perfect welcome to the beat for the new person, I think. Yeah, I'm sure that had to rub some people the wrong way, too, when they're sitting there watching the Super yeah. Bowl. And they're, and they're hearing it was a huge the announcer. Point. Yeah, they're hearing the announcers talk about, well, the Browns kicked him to the curb. And yeah, I'm, I'm sure that, that that certainly rubbed some people the wrong way. So Mary Kay, you you touched on this a little bit. Some of the receivers that you put in your post uh, earlier today that the Browns have on their radar: Brandon Cooks, Elijah Moore. I, I see that you put Adam Thielen in there uh, as well, a guy that obviously played for Kevin Stefanski, who was released today. Uh, Mikael Hardman's on that list. DJ Chark is on that list, which I'm very excited about. I would love to for the Browns to to figure out a way to get DJ Chark here. Uh, would have liked him last year too. I'm like Andrew Barry. I I like fall in love with a guy and just want him for like multiple off seasons <laughs> is Odell Beckham a better option than any of those players right now? You know, I mean, it depends. I mean, he's coming off of two surgeries to repair a torn ACL. So hopefully this time they got it right. The second surgery uh, when he sort of retore it in the Super Bowl was basically a a redo from what he felt was, uh, you know, just, it just didn't go right the first time. And that was of course, when, uh, you know, he and Baker Mayfield kind of misconnected on that pass on that sideline route in Cincinnati and, uh, and Odell in trying to defend the interception initially tore his ACL the season before. I remember watching him in training camp, so often last year, just looking like he did not feel confident about that knee. I watched him very closely uh, and I saw every day that he just, something wasn't right about how that knee felt. And, um, and lo and behold, he never felt right about it the whole entire season. And then finally, it just kind of gave way in that Super Bowl. Now, Fortunately for him, he had an opportunity to make a big contribution in the playoffs leading up to the Super Bowl with the Rams and also 
uh, in the actual Super Bowl. So he really earned the ring that he got, which was, uh, you know, he was very, very excited about that. But, um, you know, I think that's one of the things that you have to take into consideration is wondering if if he's healthy. And then age wise, uh, I didn't have a chance to look it up, but I can't remember if he's 29 now or I think he's 29 at this point. I'm pulling it up right now. Sorry. Uh, okay. he, yes, he is 30. He'll be 31 yes. in November. I, yes. I okay. just looked it up. Yeah. Remember, okay. cause we're, our birthdays are very close together and it really <laughs> is trippy to me that we are like the same age. That doesn't seem right. Now see that would, <laughs> that would have been a birthday weekend, Ashley, you trust me partying me. with Odell in Miami. That would have been a birthday weekend. One day on one of these Friday pods, I'm going to get you to let me talk about the astrological signs of a lot of these players and why it explains <laughs> a lot of stuff that has happened over the last two years. Yeah. So, um, so th- I think that weighs into it as well. You know, cost is a factor. Uh, you know, the price could skyrocket if some of these teams get into a little bit of a bidding war. So, you know, 30 years old coming off of a couple of knee surgeries and coming off of weaseling your way out of town, uh, you know, that doesn't necessarily all add up to let's go out tomorrow and sign this guy, but he is immensely talented. And what you, what you have to look for um, are receivers that fit with what Deshaun Watson can do. And you need guys that can, you know, that can pair with him. How many times did I write, Oh, Odell just likes to freelance and get open and kind of do his own thing. And, you know, I was always told, no, you can't be doing that. You got to be on a spot. You got to be on your mark. You got to do that. Well, what does Deshaun need? Deshaun needs somebody that can just get open for him when he's scrambling around on the scramble drills. And Odell Beckham Jr. has that natural athletic vibe to be able to do that. So I actually do think it would be a good fit. And, you know, he didn't play all last year. So that knocks that year off of the uh, tread on the tires and, um, so in a lot of ways, it would be, uh, you know, kind of an interesting acquisition. Wow. It would really be a, a, a blockbuster move if, if they were going to do something like that. And he was he was good with the Rams. And, you know, like you said, he made plays for them in the Super Bowl. Um, I, I think I'm talking myself into this a little bit because as you were talking, Mary Cam, thinking, OK, so what do the Browns need? They need somebody who's fast now. I don't know. He's probably lost a little speed with a couple ACL surgeries, but he's still fast, versatile. He can line up inside and outside. Somebody who can do stuff when the ball's in his, in his hands. I mean, we've seen that. We saw that on display in Cleveland. We've seen that in display, on display over and over again with him. I mean, Ashley, I might be on board with this if, if they know. decide to bring Odell back. I might be willing to welcome the circus back to town. I'm with you, Dan. I mean, as Mary Kay was talking, when she brought up that scramble drill thing, I'm like, you know what? This makes total sense the more and more time I spend thinking about it. Um, again, you know, I do think, like, to temper everything, um, the the ACL thing is big, right? Like, he hasn't played in so long. It's the second time he's had surgery on that knee in a very short amount of time, relatively. Um, so I do wonder, like, is he going to have those same kind of abilities? But when we saw him go to the Rams, like we saw him do all those things. And Deshaun Watson loves to do things like throw guys open. And he has the athleticism to be able to improvise way more than Baker Mayfield did where conditions had to be just right. Obviously it's a totally new world here in Cleveland in terms of what they need. Um, But I do think, you know, a lot depends on, is this actually feasible? Number one, 
And is he physically going to bring those same kind of skills that we always kind of felt, I think, were underutilized when he was here with Baker um, and that we got to see for a short, short time in L.A.? So I do wonder about all that. But as we're sitting here talking, hypothetically, it all sounds wonderful. Like a one, like it would be a wonderful fit if we can all just get over that bridge from 2021. A couple more important things here to think about, you guys. One of the reasons why they loved having him here in the first place was, I mean, think about it. You know, ticket sales, television, yeah. getting on Monday night football, you know, night games, merchandise, excitement, you know, those are things to, you know, to consider too, that, you know, from a marketing standpoint, I mean, he's marketing gold. Okay. And then the other thing is if Deshaun Watson really wants him, what a better reason to go out and, uh, and do your due diligence. So I think all of these things come into play. The other thing I was thinking about too, as we've been sitting here talking, you know, with that receiver room, we obviously talked about it feels like a veteran receiver short, but I also think like that receiver room could use a bit louder of a personality, like for better and for worse, like as much as, you know, as great as I think Amari Cooper is and Donovan Peoples-Jones and and I think David Bell needs to prove himself a little bit more, but all those guys, and I wrote a story about it during the season, very similar personality types, very quiet, very go about your business. I think that is great for a team that had a lot around it this year. But I do think you can benefit from getting a different kind of personality, a different kind of leadership role in there and just shake things up a little bit. This is completely anecdotal, but going back to your point, Mary Kay, um, with, with Odell, my son is not like a, a football fan. You know, I'm not home on Sundays watching football. I'm actually, I'm, you know, I'm working. So he never really got into football, but when he was younger, and like elementary school and they would play on the playground. The one name he knew was Odell Beckham Jr. Cause what is it? What did every kid try to do? The one handed catch and they'd call it the hotel. So he's just a name that people know whether, whether you're football fans or not. So, so you're dead on with that point too. I think even still, you know, two years removed really from, um, you know, when he was like peak Odell. Uh, but I, there's, there could still be something there. Okay. Uh, we just wanted to get a quick Odell Beckham Jr. podcast out to everyone because this was a uh, very interesting news for sure that the Browns attended Odell Beckham's workout. Um, I always enjoyed covering Odell. Mary Kay, I know you enjoyed covering Odell. Ashley, you only got to do it for like a week, but it was a delight. I'm sure. I was sad was... I never got to. So <laughs> add me, add me in that way. I was sad I never got to get the full experience. All right, so we will we will see what happens here uh, as things move forward. And of course, next week, as news happens, we'll uh, be reacting to that too on this podcast. So just get subscribed on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And check out Football Insider, cleveland.com slash Browns, the blue banner at the top of the page. Uh, become one of our texters because we'll be texting out news as it happens next week as the new league year right around the corner. Uh, so uh, with that, for Ashley and Mary Kay, I'm Dan. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs>